Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weather to a show home. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn with your man and say we spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't nothing close to the candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese anime. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West, repping with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people, ain't no stripping, cute call for directions, just team on the grind, time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch perception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down, they greyhound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pockets, this. Welcome to another episode of NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on the Block Talk Radio platform. Uh, thank you for joining us, Colin Alonzo, broadcasting from Philadelphia and the Boogie Down Bronx, me and NYPA Studios. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, everyone, who listened to today's show. Uh, before we further get into it, Zoe, let everybody know about our guest we have calling in at 6 p.m. Yes, yeah, 6 p.m., we got recording artist sensation. DMOT will be calling in. Um, he will be talking about his music, new music out. Um, what is he doing? Is he touring? He'll be talking about everything. We're going to chop it up with him at 6 p.m. Stay tuned. DMOT, recording artist sensation, will be calling in, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, prior to that, if you top of the second hour, if listen to the show live or if you downloaded us later on on any of the platforms. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, as a reminder, final Sunday, February, uh, next week we start fresh and new, the month of March. Uh, with that brand new month, brand new music playlist, which is this one, as we always do, um, all female playlists in honor of Women's History Month, which is the month That's of right. March. So different uh, females, ladies, women, uh, all genres of music, past, present, or what have you, next month, starting next Sunday, March 5th. Uh, for the month of March, new month, new music uh, playlist, all female playlist, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I got a nice little list forming out. Should be nice to hear the ladies. Even some of the ladies that's on this playlist will fall into that playlist, and uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm coming up with something. I don't know for April or May. I don't know if I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do standard or something different. I might do a little too short yet, but stay tuned. But as of right now, uh, March 5th. New month, new music playlist, all females. Looking forward to that. And at the top of our second hour, we got Demont calling in live here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Until then, let's get started. Uh, rapper Positive K is now a comedian. Positive K, best known for the 90s hit, I Got a Man, is turning his hip-hop roots into humor. He's getting on stage to tap into the world of comedy. The rapper's, the rapper's team says Positive K still am the biz of putting out new music, but now he's also using the stage for the stage for stand-up comedy, and his career is already taking off. 
As a rapper, uh, he's best known for the breakout 1993 top 20 hit to him 30 years. I got a man, and um, yeah. and he also had a memorable collab with hip hop legend MC Light. Debut album, The Skills That Paid the Bills, has become highly regarded as a certified classic, especially for his ability to deliver a different rap style on each track and for adding humor. And we're told that's exactly what planted the seed for his comedy career. Positive K's comedy experience is already making the rounds of ATL, having played the Uptown Comedy Corner, Atlanta Comedy Theater, in the Laugh Factory. Earlier this year, he put a show on to uh, to remember at when an early show to put, uh, what do you say? Come on, screen. Earlier this year, he put a put on a show to remember at the ATL Punchline. He even opened up for comedian Mike Epps in addition to performing on some of the most legendary stages for comedy. Uh, as for his sets, we're told they're a mix of musical performances with a ton of relatable jokes thrown in, but you've got to, but you've got to catch them yourself for a full show. I, what do you think about Positive K doing stand-up comedy? I, I just don't see him as a stand-up com- um, comedian because I'm so, you know, used to him being a musician, you know, the song, the single, he got a, you know, I got a man, um, you know, it, I have to see him actually on stage to, to really get my, give my feel full view of how he is as a comedian. And, um, did it say, I mean, he just played in, you know, in, in, um, Georgia, right? Atlanta, if that's what you read. So he hasn't come here yet, you know, in Philly and New York, you know, and everybody know New York is, the hardest crowd to please who <laughs> boo you off the stage. <laughs> I mean, literally yeah. boo you off the stage. Um, so, but he's from here, <laughs> from New York. So, you know, I guess he's still honing his craft right now before he actually come here and present it in front of the audience here in New York. So, um, you know, I have to really see him um, on 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 the stage to actually give my full view of him as a comedian because I don't know if he's actually funny or not. Uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. Um, comedy is not easy to do, uh, whether it's Atlanta, New York, or Philly in general. Uh, I, I mean, the article might be kind of kind. Who said, uh, we don't know if he's really, that's why they say you got to see the show for yourself. So um, it didn't say whether or not he was good. It didn't say he was bad. It's kind of vague about it. They kind of described it like you gotta see the full show for yourself. So if someone says right. it like that, it's like eh, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to crap on the man. Um, in comedy, again, everyone has a different level of comedy uh, sense of humor, I should say. So what I may think right. funny, you may not, or vice versa. And there might be a small crowd that might think he's a comedy genius. Um, then, then another step, it, it's, a, it's a tough thing. And I always say, just because you make a room full of people laugh or you're the clown of your neighborhood does not mean you're Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor or Dave Chappelle when you get on that stage. That's right. You know, anyone can make That's anybody right. laugh in their neighborhood or amongst your family. You do impersonations. I mean, you do an open mic night at Chuckle, the local Chuckles, you know what I mean, and make a whole room laugh. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough craft to hone. So I am curious to see a set of his, and hopefully there's a – footage out there, maybe we can Google it or something and uh someone yeah. somebody had to film this shit somewhere. And just to see and I'm kinda curious like, how did you rock out? You know, because you open up for Mike Epps don't don't mean much. I like Mike Epps, but not as a stand up anyway. I like him 
in a situational situations where he's like scripted stand up, he's not good at stand up comedian in my opinion. And funny sitcoms and and movies. You know, stuff, I agree with you. Funny. I agree with you yeah. on that. I really yeah. agree with you. I never thought um, Mike Epps to me was a, a you know a stand up genius for for me. I, I never really chuckled anything that he said when he was up there on stage. But when he's on yeah, film, never, yes, he's right, funny. Right. He's right. funny on film. I, yeah, but as a stand-up, yeah. I, I I agree with you 100%. I just I never I never really uh, you know, bought into that, and I was just like, ah, I'm not feeling you in that one. So, uh, but I'm I'm interested. If any, is there any footage out there? Let us know on uh, social media. Uh, somebody send us a link. Email us. NYPA Entertainment Spot as he would say at Gmail. I got or oh, I might Google it myself. Yeah, the guy be putting him somewhere doing some type of stand up comedy. I just want to see how he so. works the stage and controls the crowd and so forth. Like I said, anyone can sit down and, and have humor in their in music and, and be funny to amongst their boys and stuff like that. That don't mean you know, you they're like you know, you're a comedian. And some people will laugh cool. just because of who you are. Because he's positive, K. Just like Ti, Ti, get out there and he wants right. to be a comedian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you exactly. Just <laughs> laugh because you laugh. You know, some people might have uh, some plants there. When I mean plants, paid people. They're planted there to laugh to make right, them look right. good in front of critics or whatever. You never know. You might have your boys, your family, like, oh, I have a little boy, Kenny was funny. You know, and and he's not really funny. You just do because you think he's adorable, and that's your, and it's your cousin or your son or your grandson. Um, so, but it reminds me, this kind of reminds me of a quick story. Uh, Kevin Hart was right, might have been here touring, and he was backstage somewhere, and it was him and Meek Mills and his boys. And amongst Meek Mills' boys, you got that one clown, that one clown that thinks he's the funniest guy. He busting on everybody. Everybody thinks he's the funniest guy. So what this guy did, and I seen the, I seen this, I seen the footage online. Um, he went at Kevin Hart said something, right? And all his boys were laughing. So Kevin laughed. He did it again. And Kevin said something back, and the guy went harder. So Kevin was like, okay, okay, you want to do this? You you really want to take this on? You, want, you really want to do this? Okay. Now his boys are egging him on because his boys said he's the funniest thing amongst the crew. And Kevin Hart like, you really want to do this with me? Are you sure? <laughs> Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. Just fucking slayed that boy when he was standing. So one, the one friend, the friends that were laughing with him were not laughing at him. The edge was right. on to do the dozens with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart just killed him like this is this is what he does. That's what he do. That's My what point he does. Is, that's his job. Because you're funny amongst your boys in the neighborhood. Oh, that's so they they so funny. You do silly shit to make the girls laugh. Everybody think you funny. When you go up a real professional who do this for a living, who make money off this, who became successful mm-hmm. off this. That you you're not going to stand up. You're like, come on, like please, like you know what I mean. Like, stay in your lane. Be be the homeboy neighborhood clown. Stay right there, but don't don't go against the professionals or don't go on that stage. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can rip the mic by doing that shit. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, a lot of those neighborhood clowns, class clowns, and all that stuff. You know, they feel that because they got that little room full of people, you know, laughing at their silly stunts and all that stuff. That doesn't mean you can get on the stage and, and put on the show. <laughs> it takes a lot exactly. of work and years and preparation to to be that successful comedian that's out there. Exactly. All right. Now I got move. I got something for you, but let me read it out before I want your reaction. Okay. 
We talked mm-hmm. about the Billboard number one last week, um, best you know rapper, whatever. Remember last right. week? Right. Right. Yeah. So, Lil Wayne said he should be number one on Billboard's greatest <laughs> rappers list, and he said, "Who the hell is before me?" So, <laughs> the Everybody Billboard Vibe 50 greatest rappers of all time list continues to spark debate amongst fans and rappers on social media. Now, Lil Wayne has chimed in. The rapper who uh, came in at number seven on the list. Uh, <laughs> uh, recently said uh, on the list told uh, told Zane Lowe of Apple Music One this week that he could have topped the list quote man who the hell before me was the list included all hip hop like before and after as well he asked I can deal with that I will tell you that, that I am a mother effing I'm, I am a mother, mother effing number one everybody whose name you name they also know I'm number one go ask them they know what it is. Um, he <laughs> That's later, his opinion. <laughs> he, later, he later discussed his own impact as a force in hip-hop. Honestly, I would say there is a point where you look around and you're like, I'm not even sure if anyone's coming down this road with me, Wayne Reveal. Any, di- any direction I go into, it's always inspired. Therefore, I never feel alone because I always have the inspiration. Inspiration grows, I, and I work with people to love to see growth. I'm fortunate to have these people around with me. Uh, the last tour I got off was Blink-182. At the end of the day, I found myself at the Country Music Awards doing tours with Blink-182. There's not a lot of rappers in this position who can say they've done that. I stand alone on that mountain. Let her rip. Hey, Run, D- Go ahead, Zell. Run, 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 run DMC performed with Aerosmith, right? Uh, go ahead. Was it I'm Aerosmith? Or was it, it Walk Aerosmith? This Way? Then they perform with him. Off this way, uh huh. <laughs> I mean, no, he's as um, a little Wayne as number one. No, I don't agree with him on that. Again, that's his opinion, mm-hmm. and if he feels that way, you know, he's entitled to it. But mm-hmm. as most other people don't agree, also that he's not number one. Now we don't mention mm-hmm. who should have been number one, two, three last week. You know, that, mm-hmm. that should have been up there. You know, the billboard, all there, everything was all wrong. I don't even think that mm-hmm. Lil Wayne should have been number seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he should have been further back. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. he's not good at his craft. I'm not saying that at mm-hmm. all. But there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of, especially old school artists out there, that lyrically is far better than Wayne. And that's my opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's your opinion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not, like I said, I like some of the songs. I'm not a, a huge Wayne fan. I'm not knocking him. Like I said, he, you know, he did some track. It took me a while to get into him. And, you know, he has a valid point. There's the time when Wayne was white hot. Um, and, yeah, do I think he should be number seven? Uh, no, I don't, quite frankly. Is he in the top ten? No, I got, I got a top ten, I think, that would push him down to the, maybe the teens, um, if that. Um, but like I say, you, you know, if you don't say who the best, then who the hell will? The quote fight talking the trial call quest. You know what I mean? So right. I, I give the confidence, but to say that you're better than the top five that was in the list, whether it was Jay or Big whoever, uh, you know what, let's get to have confidence, but, I, you know, I don't think so. That's our opinion, my opinion. 
but hey, can I can't knock the man Moxie? He got some he got some mad squabbles on him. You know what I'm saying? So he <laughs> he the man. He the man in his mind, so that's fine. He got some hits still. I ain't gonna lie. Some of the stuff who's, is kinda cool, but who, who's before him? Uh, I wouldn't put him at number well, one. I wouldn't I would never put him on number number one at all. He, so. he says who's before him? Well, according to Billboard, there's six others before you. And uh, number one was Jay Z. So uh <laughs> You know, yeah. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, it's good to have confidence, and of course, you don't want to yield the mic to someone else and be like, you know what they are. You're going to stay on your ground and and, and whatever. Uh, same thing as Ja Rule last week. Um, now that's a good question. That's a good question. Ja Rule never wasn't ranked at all. Match your question. No, he wasn't. In your opinion, <laughs> who's better between the two, Ja Rule or Lil Wayne? Um, you know what? I'm 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 more old school to actually understand, you know. So I I think I will go with Ja over Wayne. And I know that a lot of people right now is probably going to go crazy and like, you wrong, you wrong. No, no. You know, again, I like a lot of Little Wayne songs. I, I'm not going to lie, and I'm not going to again. I'm not going to say that he's a horrible rapper. He's not a horrible rapper. You know, he got mm. some, you know, hooks and, and, you know, a lot of his lyrics, when you actually listen to it, it's like, okay, it do make sense. But yeah, that's true. I'm going to go with Ja, a close edge over Wayne. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> uh, it is tough because I'm not a big Ja Rule fan, but I do like some of his music and the same thing with Wayne. Um, they kind of was out around the same time, but there was a time for everyone. But Ja was white hot, and same thing with, with Lil Wayne. I will give a small edge to Rule, just a little bit, just a little bit. I don't want you know. I know everybody's going off and probably turned off the computer, kicked in their screens, and threw out their laptops and desktops. <laughs> and like, I'm never listening to this show again. You can go fool. Uh, but <laughs> but I give a small edge to Rule. It's a small one. Uh, it's a small one. This is a small one. Um, right. Yeah, and, and this is coming from uh, two cats who are not a big fan of neither one. So it's hard to gauge because I'm not a big fan. Not knocking neither one of them because they're both good. I like some of their songs individually, but I'm not like a huge, you know, rule fan. You know, you're not going to hear a whole, I ain't going to lie, the spotlight gonna have, spotlight's not going to be on Ja Rule when we do the spotlight playlist. I'm sorry. We're not going to do a whole month of Ja Rule. I'm just not going to do it. I can't take it. Same thing with Lil Wayne. I can't take it. There's only certain songs I'll listen to. I can't do a whole month. I'm right. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. He, he did come I, out with a rock I mean, album, didn't he, Wayne? Did he come out with a rock I album? I don't keep up. I, I he don't, did. I don't keep up. I honestly do. I don't keep up with him. I just wait till something drops, and then if I hear it, I hear it. If I don't, I don't know. He probably did. He probably did. I have to look Maybe. that up. I have to look that up. I believe he did come out with a rock album. All right. I tell you what. Look that up now. We're going to music break. When we come back, let us know. Because I have no clue. I don't keep keep up unless he do so, drop something and it falls in our laps. So we put it on a list or something. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Don't forget top of the second hour, uh, six p.m. D. Martin's calling in. Zoe, let us know if he came out with a rock album. Not Zoe, but meaning Lil Wayne. Zoe came out with a rock album. I want to hear it too. But no, more so <laughs> Lil Wayne came out with a rock album uh, recently. Uh, so sit back and relax. Find out the answer. Listen to the music, and we'll be back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Drumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words 
NYPA, the team at Radio Live here on the Block Talk Radio platform. Uh, don't forget, at the top of the second hour, 6 p.m., we have uh, Singing Sensation DMOT calling in here live on the show. Uh, but until then, Zoe, did you find out? Did he make a rock album? Um, yeah, apparently it's called Rebirth, which is his seventh studio album by, you know, Lil Wayne. was released February 2nd, 2010. Um, the album uh, Rebirth was promoted as Wayne's rock music debut through it, um, which um, so it includes um, some hip hop tracks. Um, so it was in the, the album. Uh-huh. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the album debuted um, at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 176,000 copies um, in its first week. The album became Wayne's seventh top ten album in the United States. 
and produced four singles um, that which attained chart success. Upon its release, Rebirth received generally negative reviews from music critics, but the album has been certified platinum by the Recording um, Industry Association of America with domestic shipment of a million copies in the United States. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, she's not going to listen to it. Uh, what else do you, you want to get into? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, I found out what I wanted to know, and I'm still not going to listen to it. Okay. Well, in other news, aside from uh, Little Wayne, no more nothing, Little Wayne. Um, Crips gang member was sentenced to um, to 60 years in prison Wednesday for killing beloved rapper Nipsey Hussle outside his Crenshaw clothing store in 2019. Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge H. Clay Jake um, sentenced Eric Holder Jr. to 25 years to life in state prison for murdering Hussle and an additional 25 years to life based on um, a sentencing um, enhancement because he used a gun. Holder must serve an additional 10 years in prison on assault convictions for shooting two other men who were with Hustle the day of the killing. Um, Jake said, Holder 33 was on a date with a woman who would become his unwitting gateway driver, getaway driver, I said gateway, oh, Lord, getaway <laughs> driver on March 31st, 2019, when he approached um, Hustle in front of um, the Marathon clothing store near uh, Slauson Avenue and Crenshaw Boulevard. The two had a brief conversation, but Holder returned minutes later with two handguns and open fire in the middle of the parking lot, killing Hustle, whose legal name was... Um, uh, Aramissa, I can't even, I'm not even going to pronounce his um, name, and wounding two other men nearby. Hustle death sparked two, um, <clears throat> sparked more than two weeks um, citywide mourning. While Hustle was celebrating, uh, celebrated nationally for a Grammy-nominated record victory lap. Um, yeah, I would say that, um, you know, for committing a crime such as that, um, you know, killing Nipsey Hussle, and not just Nipsey Hussle, you know, a lot of unnecessary killing that's out there. He got what he deserved, you know, 60 years in prison, you know, for carrying a handgun, killing Nipsey Hussle, and shooting, um, you know, two others that was with him at that time. I, I would say he got what he what he deserved for, for that. You know, now maybe when he's sitting in prison, you know, he could think about, you know, what a foolish act that he he he's done. You know, it, it, it's silly. He's gonna be spending the rest of his life in prison. Was yeah, it was it I necessary? Agree. Was it you know? It, it, was it, it worth it? Yeah, right. Was it worth it? It wasn't worth it was at that all. Your, was that your end game? Was that your end game? Or what is your end game? Because what was right. going to be your end game? Because end game now is in prison for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So was it worth it? Did you did you get out of it what you were looking for? At the end of the day, did you identify right. yourself as the man in the streets or whatever it was? Because now, you know, all that you did for no reason, you paying for it, and you should. And you should, though. So there right. you go. That's what you get. Nah, 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 nah. That's what you get. Nah, 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 nah. Um, right. You was out there enjoying your girlfriend. Now you in prison enjoying being somebody's what? Girlfriend. Being somebody's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. How about that? How about that? You gonna you gonna rub my back tonight? Anyway, um, so, 
That's what he's dealing with. That's what he's dealing with. You want your you want that cornbread? Uh, <laughs> that's, well, that's what he's dealing with. That's what he's dealing with. Uh, moving on. DJ Envy says Irv Gotti never paid him ten thousand dollars for a record he produced years ago. The oh, Envy really? Irv Gotti owes him a decent amount of money. Quote: I produced a record. Gotti definitely owed me ten thousand. Uh, Envy said on his show Thursday, uh, me and uh, me and DJ Mono produced a record for Murder Inc. back in the day, and I got my front end, and I never got the back end, and they was just like keep it moving, so I kept it moving. Um, so according to reports, because Gotti didn't pay out the remaining ten thousand, Envy and, and Mono had to split the initial payment. The conversation came up. When guest host Jess Hilarious touched on her money dispute with Master P, she said the 52-year-old owes her 15000 for appearance in the movie I Got the Hookup. It seems like Hilarious and P have been going back and forth on the matter, and P again addressed the situation on Wednesday via Instagram, saying that claims of Hilarious not being paid is, quote, fake news. Quote, for the cowards hiding behind their computers and forcing fake news, I do have at Jess Hilarious official contract from five years ago for I got the hookup and the copy of the check and was cashed and paid, Master P wrote. Uh, she was joking about a second check that was never in her contract. That's the narrative they ran with for clickbait and fake headlines. Thank God for receipts. Hilarious addressed Master P's IG post saying, "No, now he playing around with me. He he, It was never, it was never like a second check. It was money paid up front and then it was supposed to have been another 15000 I didn't get the other half of my money. Now, I'm going to stop. Let me back up. Let's start with Envy. What happens to contracts? Let's start with Envy first. How did you let it go this long right. without getting your 10 Gs? I don't understand Pete Rock. I don't understand DJ Envy. I don't understand the Jess Hilarious situation, which there's a contract there. So we'll get to her in a second. Let's start with DJ Envy. How'd you go all these years without get, not getting 10 Gs? I don't understand that. It wouldn't have went past a week without you owing me my 10 Gs, and we got an issue. And, and, and he's going to tell you to keep it moving, and you kept it moving? And really? And you keep it moving? Yeah, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving to the courts because you're going to get my money. We're going to keep it because I'm going to sue you, and murder ain't. I'm getting my money, and you'll pay my legal bills. So now, I don't understand how it went this long without him collecting his money. Right, and why talk about it now, all these years later? You know, um, my thing is, were there contracts involved? I mean, if everything was in contract, then you shouldn't be on the platform talking about it. You should be drawing up papers with your attorneys and heading to court. It sounds like to me there wasn't. I'm talking about. Uh, Envy, sound like a homeboy handshake deal. Yeah, uh, I believe thing. it was. It may and have been. And it was like, I got you, fam. I got you, my my N word. I got you. I got you. I'm Irv Gotti, motherfucker. So I, it's a homeboy handshake deal. That's what it sounded like to me. Because uh, at the end of the day, because there was a, a straight up contract and I have possession of it, and I read it, and I got it. I'm not going on a public platform saying something. I would have got my like I said, we're going. I'm going to my lawyer. You know. And we're going to take care of this. So right. I, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't. I don't. 
I don't know why. I just don't get that. Pete Rock, I don't understand that. I think the Pete Rock one might have been a homeboy handshake also. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't get that one. Now, the, now the Jess Hilarious one with Master P, now if she got a copy of her of the contract, then that's when you I would go, hey, there's a copy of my contract. Can we sue him type thing? You know what I mean? Because um, if there's a contract, you, and, and, and hold on to it. And you make a copy for yourself for situations like this, so you can be like, yo, he owes me money. Now, I got the hookup. It was made in the nineties, if I'm correct. Yeah, Again, it was in the nineties. How, how are you going? How are you going this far out without getting my? I don't understand this. I don't understand that. I'm not. Yeah. You're going to pay me for my services, and it's, and it's in writing, or you're going to see, you know, my lawyers, Howard Fine and right. Howard. You know what I'm saying? LLC. You're going to see them in court. Boom. I want my 15 G's, and you pay my legal fees. Simple as that. I don't understand. I don't uh, get that. And, you know, it, it's been, this is what we've been talking about on this show, and it's been going on from time to time of people not paying, you know, artists or, you know, whoever it is out there that they're not paying. Like, you know, Wayne, a few years ago, said that, you know, um, I'm, I'm not even calling him baby. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not even calling him that. But he's not Birdman. He's not paying him um, what is owed to him. Then you have um, um, uh, what's his name out of Philly? Um, oh, damn, the rapper, Meaning the hip hop artist. No, Meek Freeway? Mill. Meek Mill saying that he's Meek not Mill. getting paid oh. by um, <laughs> you know. So it, it, it's ridiculous. What is going on with this? You know, if there's contracts again, if there's contracts involved, then there's no need to get on social media and talk about it. Do it mm-hmm. the legal way. Get your money through the legal way. Now, the the way that it sounds like maybe, again, like you just said, handshake deal. Hey, you know, yeah, you're going to get this amount. Deal. You're going to get this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they got to get out there. I mean, it may be much bigger than what we're talking about right now, than what we know, but I gotta, everything got to be done. It's business. It's business. Let me put it that way. Business is business. If you're going to do business mm-hmm. with somebody, get attorneys involved, draw up that contract. Now, and everything should funny. be stipulated in that contract. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I don't, I don't, you should have a copy of that contract and so forth. What's interesting, saying with Master P, is that he says, Master P, and just move on to another article, it kind of goes to what we were saying, that he says, Master P, the moguls like me deserve immunity from disgruntled artists. And in terms of people like artists, I guess people like uh, comedian Jeff Solaris have a contract, he feels as though that it should be a statute of limitations for people talking about him in terms of owing him money and things of that nature. So it must be said he doesn't have time to entertain uh, past artist gripes, and he's kind of serious about proposing a law to make it illegal for them to dredge up complaints about old contracts. He recently uh, he vented his feelings about this on his, on a podcast quickly grew angry, recalling how some artists defected from his management only to diss him 10, 15, or 20 years down the line. The No Limit rapper CEO was responding to uh, DC rapper Fat Trail's recent interview where he claims Peach strung, <laughs> strung him along several years ago 
while supposedly helping him to break into acting, but it claims P never got him into a single movie, uh, scripts to even read, etc. Uh, Charles said he was aiming to land a role in a sequel to the Hood Classic Men's Society. Master P tells it differently. He explains he explains in an interview um, that um, there's what he say the he said he explained to the interviewer that the movie was like a Men's Society, but production kept getting derailed because the lead actor Gucci Mane kept getting incarcerated at the time. He compared unhappy artists to disgruntled baby mamas and wanted a seven-year statute of limitations placed on all the bad, bad mouthing. Uh, what do you think about that, Zoe? Uh, bad management? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like bad management. That's that's that's, that's what one. it sounds like to me. That you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. You know, maybe he couldn't find nothing. I mean, you know, for him to do, maybe. The, the the actor is wasn't what he really wanted <laughs> for this project or whatever project it was, but from what you was reading, it sounded like bad management. Well, number one, number one, anything with Gucci Mane attached to it is not good to begin with. So why would you want to be in the film? So yes, you're right. I was thinking, I was saying what everybody was thinking. I was I was saying what everybody was thinking. Yes, the movie with Gucci Mane. Yeah, I would want to be part of that anyway. But if you have all these claims of people but coming at you. I think he cleaned himself up now, Gucci Mane. I think he cleaned himself so up. I think Gucci Mane um, cleaned himself up now. I don't think that he's involved with a lot of the negative stuff that he once was, you know. So I think he changes his, his life around a little bit, some somewhat. Okay. I guess y'all interested. Whoever, y'all listening, he said it for you. He's he talking to me because I can care. Yeah. I can care less. Why do I? Care? He stopped me. He stopped me in mid sentence to tell me about Gucci Mane cleaning himself up. So it clearly wasn't for me. It was for everyone listening because I don't care. Yeah, that I'm was like, just a pity pat over what you thought? were saying. You were saying that anything with Gucci Mane name behind it is, you know. But I was just no, reiterating. I'm thinking he's corny. I don't care about you getting in trouble because he's corny. I don't care about, you know. But, you know, he was stopped me in mid-thought. Was like, I don't care what you make me himself out. He's still corny. Yeah, because the article, stated, the article stated that, you know, the reason why this guy didn't get the he work done because Gucci Mane right. was getting incarcerated. Right. Well, you know, good for Gucci Mane. Glad you got yourself back on track according to Zoe. Uh, but as I was saying... <laughs> In terms of, this is not a good look for Master P because you got different people saying, you said this, you said that, X, Y, and Z. Then individually, different individuals are saying this about you. Maybe it's not them, my man. You know what I mean? Like, But listen, didn't his own son say that he didn't get paid off of some things? I think his own, Romeo, son? his own son, Romeo. Yeah, I think Romeo said something. So I, I think it's a little bit of everything with him. So I... Hey, man, look, sometimes you got to look in the mirror, my brother. So, you know, I can't, Master P, I can't fix that. All I can do is right now we're going to play your song. And when we come back, uh, D-Mod should be joining us soon at the top of the hour. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Big bang, turn one hundred. Soldiers and cops, last time at the dealer. 
about to execution. Pull it chopping haters, business roll about the side of prisons. I miss you, they're just scary. No limit, mercenary. But telling I'm bad to get because the worst of their red. I heard you making my red, that's just where it's loose. They intimidated by the rounds that are tanks to tank dogs to loose. Every robbery is gone, cause they know everything you know. Me, more money, more still fiends, still want the dreams. Cornbread in the cabin, in your hood, reminding you bitches of who the baddest. Definitely the maddest, so the crime don't stick on my oven. Fight, and end it with nine, get a Who'd have thought I'd go legit? 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We coming blacker than Black Panther 2. Nobody this thorough, that's the truth. Never go against the family, that's something you don't do. Don't get any cane, try to sing your way back in the group. Nah, stars in the ceiling, got sun in the building. Rep that 718, it's hard to depart from that feeling. Careful selling weight, the DA be watching who's dealing. Get yourself straight before they find that paraphernalia. For those who claim 100 million on taxes, beautiful actresses. Street dudes who turn actors into useful move packages. No nine still here to remove the wall that I'll back against. Legitimize all your hustles before. The gamble hit. It takes waking up early to face the moment debating. Should I save it or blow it? I mean, it's only some paper. None of my neighbors who know me. The Joneses own it. Some acres to be the greatest is lonely, but it chose me. I take it, whatever the case may be. I'm out of space, so deep. NASA without the A at the end. Take off for three. What's the cost of a CD? With 1500 places, one sale. What's that to 1500 P's on one scale? For a starving artist trying to sneak out and reroute. Originality, I seek out the clean house to black homeowners. Check it out. To black homeowners take over that's on the lease out. This that movie real, the Jordan Peele and his thing. Low key, bullshit, pull the strings behind the scenes. All my soul is for my kids and the cold shit I done did. All them O's I try to flip. Who the thought I go legit? Yeah. And the cold shit I done did. Pretty girls who let me hit. Who the thought I go legit? Yeah. That you did, all them old who try to flip. Who'd have thought you go legit? Oh, grown man business, come and close jail business. Those still lit, many still on the scales with it. System failed, my niggas in the trial hearing no bell. I witness showed up and snitches. I read Jesus' diary and ran to tell the streets. No, this ain't no hype, we in the belly of the beast. All they said was I would be a felon, be the team. Instead, I'm in Margiela and Loewe with the creep. The consummate, kill them all, call the bomb squad and the SWAT for this. Got off the block for this. All my soul is for the kids and the coach shit that I did. Pretty girls who let me hit, it's only right I went legit. Uh. And the coach shit I done did. All them O's I tried to flip, who the thought I go legit? Yeah. I do it for y'all. And the coach shit that you did. All them O's you tried to flip, who the thought you go legit? for y'all. Yeah, we was just chillin' on the sofa, no job, no school, ghetto babies, I was small time, small time to big time, you could do it too, go legit, yeah, believe in yourself, live the life you deserve, <laughs> that's how we do, I ain't forget the roaches and mice, I ain't forget all that. Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Zoe, believe we may have a guest. Hold on a minute. Caller, you're on the air. NYPA Entertainment Radio. What up, y'all? This is D-Mod. D-Mod, what's going on, my brother? Man, I'm blessed by the best. How you gentlemen doing today? Doing real good, We're blessed as well, man. We're blessed to have you on the show. Well, I'm blessed to be on the show. So let everybody know who's DMOT. Okay, DMOT. I'm, I'm, I am a, um, who am I? I'm a, I'm a father. Um, I'm a, I'm, I'm an individual that loves, 
to be who I'm called to be, whether people like that or not. Um, you know, I could get into my personal stuff, but you know, really, I know your professional. <laughs> Say that again. Get into your professional life. Yeah, let's do that, man. Because I, I think to be, you know, honest with you, you know that that's what really matters. You know what I mean? Um, right. We all have we all have a personal life, and 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 then, but you know, I think what we do professionally and or what we do outside of uh, our personal lives is really, really what matters, man. So if I had to, you know, give a description of me, I'm just a person, man, that that is out uh, on a mission to just, you know, bring good vibes, good energy, love, you know, and all of that, of course, for me, equals God, you know. Right. So I'm, I'm just a, a, a young man who who loves God, you know, I love love. But I also understand that, you know, love means sometimes controversy. Sometimes it means, um, you know, pushing somebody to be better. It means for me to understand that I need to be corrected. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I think it it comes out in my music. You know, I'm a little older now. And um, so to just answer your question, man, I'm just a guy that's just trying to help people find out what their destiny and what their purpose is here in life, man, through music and through, you know, the taught word of love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Um, you've been surrounded by music your entire life, um, you know, right. and I know a lot of your 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 history already because you've definitely yeah. been, you're part of the family here. You've been on the show once yes, before. Yes, you know, but you have a, a lot of new projects out now. You've done much bigger things now, <laughs> and yeah. you're still climbing. Yeah. So, yeah, we want everybody to know, you know, what Dima has been doing um, musically, um, you know, your tours. Um, mm-hmm. Just just let everybody know what, what what's going on. I mean, I know, <laughs> but, yeah, you yeah. know, our viewers don't know. Okay, so let's say this. Let me let me go back a little bit. You know, um, <clears throat> I when I when I met you first, it was prior to this show. You know what I mean? We we did a show in the Bronx. I remember that that was like some years ago. And uh, right. shout out to Vanetta Martin. You know, I met you through her. Uh, she who she was my manager at the time. But uh, when I first met you, I was solely doing like spiritual music as far as gospel if I had to put right. a genre on there. And, um, it was it was the kind of gospel that wouldn't be played <laughs> in churches, you know what I mean? So, uh, again, I got a lot of flack from that, but, you know, you guys played it, some other people played it. I had some um, success with those albums as far as, you know, doing stellar event, award shows, and things of that nature, and performances. But um, since then, um, we kind of been, you know, doing some more things, man, touching different areas of, of ministry, man, if you will. And so um, I, I, after COVID, I really just kind of turned up as far as writing music and what kind of music. And so I felt like, I felt like, you know, God wanted me to do love music, man, and to write a love song. And so I did that. And then by probably four months after releasing 
um, the album, which was in 21, I believe. I think it was, uh, yeah, two, 2021. Two, I released right. my first, yeah, I released my first single called Angel, and that was on the Unbothered uh, Project, right? And so that was seven, it was a, a project of seven R&B songs, you know what I mean? And so when I released the first song, um, in January and about maybe four months later, it was on the BDS, um, bill, the BDS billboard internet charts. And it was ironically was on the gospel. And so that song remained on the charts, man, for like over a year. And then it also in November of 21, it was at number one on the chart for three weeks mm-hmm. straight. And then after that, it was on the chart for a year, like you know. So that that's that's one thing that that has been happening for me, man. That's great. Um, I think from that success, uh, I started working with uh, Life Jennings on his tour, the Life and Love tour with Life Jennings, and and so um, shout out to Rio Weber, opportunity, man. He gave me an opportunity when nobody else was knocking. You know, I wasn't even getting right. really no love for getting the number one single. You know. And, uh, but he, right. you know, he, he looked out for me, gave me opportunity. Life gave me opportunity. I got more dates with them. And then, you know, just, uh, I think my last date so far was, uh, uh, last couple of weeks ago in, uh, in, in Oakland. And so it was a right. great show. And, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just kind of just moving up the ladder, man. I, I can't really, um, you know, put, put too much on it except, you know, I just I'm just being blessed right now. Um, you know, still pastoring the church in the in Buff. You know, um, t- telling people every week that God love them. That's it. You know, not not telling people spiritually or policing them how to live their life. But um, you know, for me, man, for Dima right now, I'm just up, man. What I mean by that is, I'm gonna do what I'm called to do. I'm gonna continue to write love music. I'm gonna continue to write uh, spiritual music. Um, and and we just gonna keep moving, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you you're definitely doing what um um this is definitely your calling. You're definitely doing um and God definitely put you in this position to um to vocal your your music to everybody out here. Um, you're definitely doing a lot of things. You're definitely doing much bigger things than last of when we spoke. Um, you know, and yeah. I can honestly say that yeah, definitely proud of you, bro. Appreciate it, Zoe. I do, man. Um, I first of all, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on this show uh, again. I think the first time I was on the show uh, was when Angel was like charging. Right. I think we were like, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it just it just climbed the chart so fast. But you know, thank you guys for having me on the show. This this little guy from Buffalo, New York, who nobody knew. You know, and um, you know, I I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just blessed to be on the show today, man. So what's next for you now? Uh, you know, more dates. We're doing. Uh, if you, if if anybody like really just following me on social media or on my webpage, man. You know, we I have dates on there of uh, me just doing like live dates, performing. Um, to be honest. That's about it, man, because I'm working on another album, which I think is going to be my last album. You know, um, mm. I may 
continue to record, but mm. it's gonna be my last album. You know what I mean? I, I think it's just it makes more sense to actually um, put singles out. You know, um, right? But we doing we doing one more album, man. That's the the uh, the expressions CD uh, from ninety two Monroe to one forty seven. That's coming out July fourth this summer, two thousand twenty three. Um, you can actually look for DMOP in a lot of interviews, podcasts, uh, you know, Facebook Live. We're doing the, the Tiny Desk. Matter of fact, we're doing a Tiny Desk performance. Um, I'm recording it in Buffalo this Thursday, right? So I think that's the, mm-hmm. the 2nd of March, I believe it is. But, um, yeah, we're uh, – that's it, man. You know, just doing, you know, I think it's just for me, it's just performing now, doing a lot of performances, doing a lot of interviews, you know, appearances and things of that nature. Um, that That's that, that's where my grind is right now. Right, right. Yeah, well, you mentioned like Jennings, but, you know, you're being a little modest also because you also shared the stage with Chrisette Michelle, um, yep. Dougie Fresh, Next. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, H-Town, yeah. Lenny Williams, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the list goes on and on and on <laughs> of all the people that yeah. you, Shirley Murdoch, Drew Hill, good Lord. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, and, and, and to be honest, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, people that I worked with, I, I haven't even really put on uh, my bio. I think, you know, on the bio and the website, we just put uh, the people that, you know, I kind of enjoyed the most. You know what I mean? So, right. um I've been I've been blessed, man, and gifted to share the stage with a lot of people, man. Whether it was um, R and B artists or gospel. Now I'll say this: a lot of the the relationships that I have with people came from my days of playing drums. People don't remember that, but before I walked away from music, yeah, you did a professional drumming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I, I traveled with a lot of uh, a lot of artists, man, and did dates. And you know, you can only really utilize the dates or count the dates when you got paid. You know, <laughs> playing for artists. But um, you know, I, I've been doing this music thing for a long time, man. And sometimes people mm-hmm. they look at me, and I think they think that you know I just came out of nowhere. But I <laughs> I didn't, man. You know, my 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 father was a was a, uh, a a gospel quartet singer, you know, so they, they traveled a lot. I traveled with them. I met um a lot of uh awesome and amazing artists, man, because the, let let the truth be told, a lot of secular artists really love gospel music, you know. And um so they come to the concerts and things of that nature, man. So uh you know, I have a I had a great career. Like if I if I never do anything else Musically, like, you know, God blessed me to do enough, man. You know, I, I still have relationships with a lot of these artists, man, and it's not, it, ironically enough, it's not about music. You know, it, it, I may get right. a couple congratulations, but a lot of my time with these people that I've, I've fellowship with, with before, and I, and I like to use the word fellowship when I play with people, man. Um, right. We talk about God, man. We pray together, you know, and, and, and that's the sense of this subject. Um, now, sometimes you lose people because they think, you know, you're religious. You know, they think that, you know, when you get to talking about God, 
now, you know, you're going to judge them or whatever the case. But I've been kind of blessed, you guys. I've been blessed that people, mm-hmm. whether they're Muslim or, uh, you know, Jewish or whatever the case, no, nobody ever shunned me because of my beliefs, man, in God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, I'm, I, I believe that, you know, in, 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 in what I believe is for everybody, you know, and the right. ultimate mm-hmm. teaching is, is love. And so, um, you know, musically, when it comes to that bio, man, I'm, I'm excited about my bio because, like I said, if I never do nothing else, you know, I've done a lot in the industry. But I think what I take home from all of my opportunities to gig or, or do ministry or, or whatever you call it, uh, I, I have relationships, long-lasting life relationships with people, and they respect, you know, the walk that DMOC is on. And so, you know, a lot of cats don't really get that respect, man, but, you know, I keep God at the center and at the front of everything that I do. I'm not perfect, man. Of course I'm not, you know. And mm-hmm. I say that even as a pastor of a untraditional, unconventional, non-religious church, you know, like we, we, I press their movement actually, you know, and I'm just teaching people to hear what God wants, wants them to do, man, be who God wants you to be. And I think that when we do that, you know, we have less stress in our lives because we could be at peace knowing that, Hey, at least I'm just struggling with what I'm really supposed to be doing. You feel me? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so that, that, you know, that that in a nutshell, man, I just, you know, the bio definitely speaks for itself. And I'm still building my bio, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the greatest things that uh, could ever happen for me is uh, a couple years ago, matter of fact, before COVID, I recorded uh, uh, a ribbon in the sky, okay, and, uh, and that features Najee, and uh, I had it on a prior album. And but unfortunately we had to take that music down uh, through because of, because of some litigation. But um, I did that. And I did that song and and we had to get a license for it, right? And so getting the license, um, you know, I was I was unaware that Stevie Wonder didn't have the the publishing. But when we sent it to you know to get the license, man, you know they loved the song and like didn't even charge me, man. Like so that. <laughs> You know, I guess Stevie loved it. You know, the publishers loved it. And they were like, hey, man, have at it. Like, just release the song. Okay. You know, that, okay. That, that, that's a miracle, man. People don't get that because, you know, mm-hmm. when you uh, – this, this is how artists make money. You know, they, they need licensing and they need – you know what I'm saying? It, it's, they, they, they need to get paid. And so they just really loved the music and was like, hey, man, listen, just go ahead and record the song. And I was like, my jaw dropped. But – um you know that they that put it in writing. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Okay. Man, they, they, okay. They had it in writing. They gave us. They well, basically, they gave us the licensing for free. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. You know. And so, and, uh, and God, God rest. At, at the time, my publicist, um, you know, God rest her soul, man, uh, Letitia, the honey. You know, she she passed away shortly after that. Uh, in a tragic death, but, you know, she, she was one of those women who was in the industry. Matter of fact, she kind of helped Clive Davis uh, start what he was doing, you know what I mean? So she, it, it was like, really, she knew a lot of people anyway, but, uh, you know, that was just a blessing for me, man. So, 
Uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited about everything that's happening in my life right now, musically. Right, and and definitely, um, I'm excited for you of what's to come. Yes, sir. What's to come? Yes, sir. You know, because it's only up for you right here. You're not going down. It's I only up. That. I believe that, man. But and, and, and for both of y'all, you know, I just, <clears throat> I don't know how things are going to end. I just know, like, they're going to end well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like even, like, listening to the show, um, the things that you guys were talking about, the music. You know, it's just, right now, man, harmony is, is a spirit that I'm just on that right now. You know, I, I'm I'm not looking for enemies. I think I'm going to always get enemies or have enemies, you know, when you're trying to do something that's, that's like, Taking people place with God, you know. Um, I, I want to share this if I can, man. I did a podcast uh, mm-hmm. Thursday, I believe it was last Thursday, with uh, a woman who you know really loves God. She has a show called Core of the Matter, and uh, she really dug in with some of the things with music that you know are problematic in the in the church world or the gospel world, you know, with with All this right. like fictitious war that everybody is, like, giving credence to of, you know, I'm godly, you're not. And so one of the things I said in that interview, I said, you know, I never really liked gospel music, man. And and to be honest, I did not. You know, I love wow. the message, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love the message, but the reason why my music was never written in the same pro- uh, court pro- progressions or the, so- the sound that I heard in church all the time because it just didn't, to me, it was a lot of plagiaristic sound. You know, it was like, okay, somebody wrote this song, this uh, this song this way, and they sound like this, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to write me a song, da-da-da-da-da. And I, and I feel like, you know, with the music that God gives me, like, it's just a sound that I like, you know, and I'm not going to necessarily write music or compose music based on, like what nobody else is doing, man. And I think that, you know, uh, for everybody that's listening out here right now, and, and you're involved in music, and you're a musician or a composer, you know, uh, a composer, the right thing for you to do is to write music and to play music that sounds good to you. Like, don't try to get a deal. You know, don't try to sound like somebody nobody. else. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it doesn't work. I feel like I don't sound like anybody. In my opinion, you know, a lot of people say that. Like you got your, you you have a sound, and and I, I'm I'm happy for that because like God made me. I'm Demot. There'll be a, I have a son, and 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 you know five daughters, but they'll never be me. They have my DNA, mm-hmm. but they'll never right. be me. It's only one. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, if I did like kind of just give everybody who listening, man, some words of wisdom. And, and you're trying to be an artist, man. Don't try to be an artist. Just be an artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, Kyle and I talk, speak about this on the show a lot, about artists mm-hmm. sounding like somebody else. And, you know, we, we get tired of it, you know, because it's like musicians today, there's no originality. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of these artists that's yeah. out there, I'm talking about the mainstream artists that's out there, a lot of them, there's no originality they all trying to sound like somebody else yeah it's like no I think, I think, sound like you 
yeah. I think, you know, we might have talked about, I don't know, Kyle, we might have talked about this. We might have touched on this a couple of years ago, but truthfully, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a problem in every profession, man. Like people, you know, they they see somebody successful at one thing and then they take the whole style, right? Now, right. I can see, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, being influenced by a couple of things and you add that to what you're doing. But a lot mm-hmm. of artists are really just writing to get deals or to get followers, which, you know, that's the big thing now with social media. Yeah, you know, we follow, grew up. Yeah. We, we didn't have followers, man. So all of this is new to me, man. <laughs> My children, you know, they, they helping me, man, with the social media and all of that. And that's good. I guess we need it. But yeah. to me, what's most important is that people remember my sound, like the sound mm-hmm. of DMOC, that they remember my voice and say, yo, that brother can sing. Or, yo, the, the words of that song that that brother wrote is really blessing me on my everyday journey. Right. Mm-hmm. Yo, the song DMOC wrote kept me and my husband kept me and my wife together. Yo, mm-hmm. the song D-Pop, bro, like, get it? You know, it's not about um, just, like, winning awards or charting or, you know, sounding like, you know, the next best uh, song or artist, but I think it's the, the originality of what God has given each and every one of us should shine through, man, and that's really the platform that I'm, I'm trying to be on right now. Like, I, I think right. God for everybody who helped me, but I don't want to be like them. No, you, know? man, you shouldn't I, I, be. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be DMOT because, you know, that's who God, God created me to be, man. And, and brothers, I'm free mm-hmm. right now. I feel really, really free. I feel free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel less stressed about things that I, that I can't change anyway. You know, I'm, I, I'm a better pastor because of it, because I feel like, I'm teaching people how to be moralistically correct. Like, I'm not involved with all that, you know, sending nobody to hell or telling them how to live or telling them, mm-hmm. you know, what God is not pleased with. I get it. Like, the Bible is a book um, that has instructions in it, right? And so then in other religions, which I know you guys, you know, I don't know if this is something that's taboo for the, you know, for the for your sponsorship or whatever, but. This is this is not the words. I, I, let me talk to your sponsors for a second. This this, this is not the, the 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 ideas or the thoughts of Kyle or Lazo. All right, this ain't the they they're not saying this. This 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 New York Philly connection right here. This this is not them. This is Dima. I'm saying whatever you do spiritually or whoever you serve spiritually, like there is a compromise that is necessary, and it's called love. Understanding right. that we all don't think the same way. We're all not reading from the same book. I'm going to let mm-hmm. you know which book I'm reading from, right? And mm-hmm. I'm going to respect what book you're reading from, but a lot of the issues that we have here on, in, in, in the world and on earth is because we don't believe the same spirituality issues or, uh, or, or no, not issues, but spirituality beliefs. You know, we don't, we don't all dig in 
with the same understanding, man. And so I'm here to honestly, man, to try to kill that that myth in my community. Like, you know, when people listen to me, I, I'm going to let them know, like, listen, I'm not telling you what to do. I just know who can help you do that better. You know what I'm saying? Who can, right. who can, who can give you peace, man? You know, and so for me, I'm a better everything. I've been making music that is suitable for the journey that I'm destined to end in. You feel me? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now, um, and, and, and we're going to, we're going to say this and then we're going to, we're going to have to go on um, break. But um, you said that you're not, this is your last album that you're going to, that you're going to um, record and you're going to yeah. start recording singles after that. Well, yeah, who is maybe. your ideal artist out there right now that you would like to record or do a collaboration with? Right now, today? Today. Like, if I had this, yes. ooh, that's a good one. But to be to be totally honest with you, if I could collab with an artist today, it would be Brandy. Mm. Yeah, it would be Brandy. Brandy, man. I think Brandy is the truth. Um, secondly, it would be Tank. Hmm. Yeah, Tank is really Yeah, I haven't thought. I haven't thought like too far into that, man. But if I had a, a an artist that I could work with today, man, it would it would definitely be Brandy, yeah. and it would be Tank. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. and then and then there's a lot of gospel artists too. But um, those two right there, man, I just you know musicality wise, um, they they're just really they do it for me sound wise. Right. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, Dmot, we're definitely um, you know, grateful of you blessing our show, um, your mm-hmm. talents to the world. Um, you know that your family on this show, your family to us. Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, continue doing great work out there. Um, as well, you know, when you your new uh, album come out, definitely hit us up. We want to have that. I will do. Yeah, especially if, if it's your final one. Yeah, especially if it's your final yeah, one. That's, that's kind of epic yeah. right there. Well, to God be the glory, man, this definitely is the final album, man. Like I said, if if, if I have to uh, do some singles, I will. But um, I know y'all got to go, but I just want everybody to, if, if you following DMI already, cool. If not, I need you to follow me on Instagram at the official D-M-O-T-T. YouTube, D apostrophe, M-O-T-T. Facebook, D apostrophe, M-O-T-T, right? And um, get out, get my music. Apple Music is is, is everywhere online. So, um, you know, I'm grateful for you guys having me on the show today. Thank you for pushing my career, man. Prayerfully, you guys continue to play the music. And um, it's just love, fellas. Appreciate it. Thank you, D-Mott. And we're going to do just that. Play your music. God bless y'all, man. One. You too, man. God bless you. Have a good one, man. Peace. And I was singing D-Mont. We're going to take a break, play some music by D-Mont. And when we come back, we're going to have a lot more things to get into. Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. First off, I'm sad. All the dirt I've done Second thing is We started 
told me your problems And that I could solve them So I did Then I daddied you Like you asked me to Didn't think it was control Never felt I lose control God is my judge When I say that it wasn't malicious Now I'm trying to fix this Here's my repentance I'm 
like I don't want you. No, no, no. Ain't gonna act like I can do this on my own. Ain't gonna act like I don't love you. Never ever could have lived without you. No, 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 no. You're the lyrics to this song. Come dance with me. You're my harmony. You're the air I breathe and my destiny. Love how you love me. Love that you chose me. Just keep it and we'll figure out something later on down the line. 
So the shocker said it made him realize that Jay-Z is driven by his vision rather than money. And because of that, it's no fluke like the Brooklyn-bred billionaire has achieved such enormous success in his career. Quote, he won't do it for anybody, though. He won't even do music for anybody. What I came to learn right. was that it's bigger than money for him, he added. To me, that's consistent with where he is today. If you look at him, it's not a fluke that he's successful. He continued, I don't care right. how rich you are. How rich you are, you're going to – I don't care how rich you are. You're going to be like, man, send my bread. But he had – he was just he was just dead cool. He ain't even second-guess it. Uh, quote, yeah, man, send half of it. The good part about it, down the line, I kind of did something for him. I just thought it was solid. Uh, Respect. Uh, you know, which was interesting, we said this a couple of weeks ago uh, about how JC does not uh, actually ask for money to be on anyone's other album, or to be your know, future track. He doesn't, he doesn't really ask for it. So this kind of lined up with with the article we read maybe like last month, a couple of weeks ago, um, that he's known for not really taking money for it. So, and I guess in his mind's eye, meaning Jay-Z, he probably has like, you know, I got a vision, I'll use you on something, and we'll just call it solid like Took the Shocker said. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. not really known for taking um, fees for being on someone's album. You know what I mean? So that that's kind of cool. Right. What do you think? Yeah, um, uh, respect to him. I mean, you know, he, he already has the money, and, and then he had the money, um, Jay-Z. You know, he was already rich, you know, but he decided not to take the 100000 you know, from Silk the Shocker. Um, and, and, and um, you know, that, that, that stayed in his pocket to use for other, other things. But, you know, respect to him, and I believe a lot of artists out there today probably should need um, do the same thing. But I understand this business. It's business, as as we keep saying on the show. It's business, you know. Um, some people charge so much. I think we spoke about that um, a while back. Of, you know, certain artists what they charge for a feature. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially a lot of these mumble rappers that's out there today. What they charge for a feature, which was some of them uh, feature prices was so ridiculous just to hear the mumble on somebody else's record is ridiculous. Right. But um right. <laughs> which is ridiculous to me. But um I, I give Jay Z a, a a lot of respect for that and you know, a lot of these other people, you know, artists out here need to take heed to that and, you know, see that is not always about the money. You know, I understand that, you know, take some from who but if you see somebody that's, you know, definitely a come up um, in the industry and all, and they want to do a feature with them, I wouldn't say charge them, you know, just give them, um, let them, you know, get on your, your track or you, you get on their track to give them that shine, to give them that pull up. You know, that's what I see. And don't charge them for it. If I was an artist out mm-hmm. there performing right now and, and I'm already established like a Jay-Z or, you know, a Mike Jackson before he passed and all, I was already established like that, and there's an artist that's coming up, and he wants a feature. I'm gonna give him the feature and not charge him because I'm already established. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already established. You know, give him that shine, give him that break, or her. I mean, I mean, you could do do it like the Godfather thing. It was like, you know what, you ain't gotta pay me, but when I when I call for a favor, that's when I will need you. <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> They save your money. No, 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 no. But one day, 
You will pick up I that phone. I want you to sweep my room. Uh, no. <laughs> I want that phone. You're kind of rude. That's rude. Don't sweep my bedroom up. Um, <laughs> nah, nah. I uh, would never do that, but that's just, that's just mean. That's just mean. That's just mean. Don't be mean, everybody. We're uh, staying in the world of Jay-Z. Joe just mean. People make somebody sweep your dirty room. That's just wrong. That's that just mean. You have somebody on here talking spiritual stuff, you can make somebody suit your room. That's mean. Um, Jay-Z... <laughs> A rock nation signed global publishing uh, administration deals with the Warner Chapel, um, Chappelle, excuse me, well, it was a Chapel Music Today in Hip Hop. Um, throughout his career, Jay Z has made a variety of successful business moves that has proven lucrative for him, for from investing the spirits industry to the cannabis industry to streaming. The veteran rhymer lets his money do the talking. On um, so. It goes back to 10 years ago when Jay-Z, back in 2013, um, opened up doors for different streams of revenue in terms of uh, pretty much making a national publishing with um, Rock Nation. The hip-hop billionaire secured a publishing deal that would make his catalog generate even more income. Income, excuse me. Ten years ago, Jay-Z and Rock Nation Company signed a worldwide publishing administration deal. The publishing arm of Warner Music Group, the deal gave uh, Warner the chap, uh, Warner the right to manage Jay-Z's catalog dating back to 08, which would include the Blueprint 3 and Watch the Throne, as well as his future and early musical works. Rock Nation deal with Warner allowed the publisher to manage copyrights for the management Copyrights for the management company's all-star rosters of songwriters, including Philip Lawrence, S1, Rita, Ora, and many others. Jay-Z is the the founder of Rock Nation. Um, Mm -hmm. According to ASCAP, a performance rights organization, a worldwide administrative deal gives artists 100% ownership of their publishing and allows a third party, in this case Warner, to manage their songs, including collection, foreign income, copyright registrations, and more. The publisher might also pitch artists songs for commercials, televisions, film placements. In short, Warner does the heavy lifting while Jay-Z sticks back and reaps the financial rewards. What makes the difference yeah, for the Brooklyn Rhymer is that he's now he now owns all his masters of yeah. of his thirteen studio albums and has full control of his publishing rights, meaning when someone buys one of his album streams of his songs or license licenses his tracks for a movie, he he'll get paid. He gets paid. This is why you and I that on here. We don't understand why a lot of other cats are selling off their catalogs. Yeah. Yep. I don't understand <laughs> that. I don't get that. They're selling off their catalogs. Mar- I don't. I don't understand. Like I, I just. I don't know. I don't. It, I don't, it pays I, to keep I'm, your catalog because in the long run, you're going to continue getting paid off of somebody using your music and all. To sell it off to somebody else for a large sum of money. I don't think that's a good idea. I, I, that's, that's just my knowledge. You know, I, I understand that some people may be financially, you know, at that time, maybe financially unstable. But again, the money may not be coming fast enough with your, your catalog, but it's there. It's it's a lifetime thing. It's something that you can pass down to your children, to their children, and they could continue, you know, the, what they call residual income. 
Yeah. Yeah. Residual income. Residual. You know. Residual. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it. Keep the catalog. Stop selling. Well, like I said, when you said in, in movies, like they manage it. So everyone acts like you know, they do the heavy lifting, Warner. Uh, so movies, commercials, TV shows, whatever. He sit back. They manage it. He pays them. They give it. He gets all. He recruits everything. He you know pretty much uh, navigate like all right. That sounds cool. You do that. And that that right there. I don't know why others don't do it. You know that same way. But the past couple of months, we've been reading a lot of heavy hitters in the game have been unloading their catalogs. Now maybe something we don't know why they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just they're doing it. Just kind of like why? But some reason they're doing it. And there's been a litany of artists past couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, week by week, we'll, we'll read a, a read something about it, and they are unloading their catalogs to someone and selling them for a nice hefty fee. But we're like, all that hard work you put into it, you can make more money if you own it, and they can pass it, like you said, pass it down to your family, keep it in the family, and make a whole lot because they're going to make more money than what they're giving you at the end of the day. Right. That's just the bottom right. line. So I, I, I don't understand that. Um, is it maybe something's going on we shouldn't uh, that we just don't know behind the scenes? You know who knows. Um, but so talk to us. Tell us what something. I, what I, what I, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I will tell you something. I'm telling everybody something. We want to take our last music break, and when we come back, we're gonna wrap things up here on a great episode of NYPA Entertainment Radio. Stick around, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs>
All right, we're back at uh, NYP Entertainment Radio. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, and Zell, let's do a shout-out. That's right. Shout-out to DMOT. Um, definitely grateful of him calling in. Um, we only um, <clears throat> pray that your career continue to rise um, to greatness. Um, you know, your family, as we say always. Um, shout-out to my boy, Cal. Shout-out to Philly. New York, and everybody who continue to listen to us here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, I always say every week, new music, new topic you want us to speak on, hit us up at nypaentertainment at gmail.com. Always to remember, spell out the word entertainment, nypaentertainment at gmail.com. Uh, definitely shout out to DeMont, uh for being on the show. Uh, shout out to Zoe. Really, everybody near and far for the downloads and the support. Thank you for listening to the show live. Thank you for listening to this show at your leisure or any other show. We appreciate the support. Remember, starting next week, brand new month, brand new music playlist, all female playlist at honor of Women's History Month, which is March, the month of March. Uh, from all genres, past and present, like we always do with any other music, past and present. Appreciate the support, everyone. Uh, remember, subscribe, download, share, review. Go write a review. See, apart from review, make a comment. Say something. Let the algorithms move us up. More reviews. The more the tongues are wagging. Let everybody know, yo, we're here. We ain't going nowhere. Or any of these platforms of iTunes, iHeart, Amazon, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, CastBox, and so forth and so on. Everyone be safe. Be on your P's and Q's. Keep the faith. Stay focused. And Lord willing, we're back here for some more fun and entertainment and laughter and education and all that good stuff here on <laughs> NYP Entertainment Radio. Show's over. We'll see you next week. JB. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. Paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind the rain I've ever seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left better than bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man
trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I escape to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the good and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relate to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if the beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I've broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant, and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over. The show is over.